This is Religion Today with Martin Tanner, a weekly look at religion and spirituality here at home and around the world. Now, here's your host, Martin Tanner. Welcome. This is Religion Today. I'm your host, Martin Tanner. This is our first broadcast of 2022. I have some thoughts for the future, maybe some ideas for New Year's resolutions, some ideas about the future. I'm one of those few people who really likes to mix religion and politics. The reason I like to mix them is because they're far more naturally intertwined than most people realize. Without God's direction, we are politically and religiously sailing without a rudder, or as it were, driving without a map or a destination in mind. This is true religiously and politically. Let's look at the Apostle Paul's words about the last days in which we live, by definition. At the beginning of 2 Timothy chapter 3, Paul said this, quote, Understand this, in the last days terrible times will come. People will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boastful, arrogant, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, without love of good, traitorous, reckless, conceited, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. Turn away from this kind of people. They are the kind who worm their way into households where they captivate the vulnerable who are weighed down with sins and led astray by various passions and beliefs. They are always learning, but never able to come to a knowledge of the truth. Close quote. I believe right now we are living in the times Paul was talking about. Now ask this question. Was Paul talking about religion or politics? I suggest he was talking about both. How do you avoid the kind of people Paul warns of or becoming the kind of a person that Paul is warning of? I suggest there are two intertwined answers to that question. One is through seeking the Spirit and knowledge from God, in other words, in short, prayer. And the second one is learning, knowledge. Some years ago, there was this fabulous essay. It was published in various sources, written by Professor Hugh Nibley of Brigham Young University. It was entitled, Zeal Without Knowledge. As Latter-day Saints, we should have knowledge 
before we have extreme zeal about the gospel. Stated another way, it's important to learn the gospel before we try to teach it, which is why the church sends out missionaries after they have learned how to discuss gospel principles, not before. In a political sense, we also, it seems, have many people who have zeal without knowledge. A couple of quick examples. One would be the woke among the political these days, especially people in colleges and universities. They are very zealous but have very little knowledge to back it up. They try to suppress ideas. They try to get people fired and canceled. What they should be doing instead is listening to different ideas, sifting through them to find the good ones that make sense and not just cling to ideas that they think are good, but which sadly, in fact, often turn out to be bad. Here's another one. There are many people who just believe racism is rampant in the United States and in the world today. I have asked on this show many times for people, for anyone, to give me an example of systemic racism. If they have that kind of an example, to be in touch. If you are, if you can find that kind of an example... I'll put you in touch with one of the best law firms in the country, and they will take your case. Why? Because racism has been against the law since the Civil Rights Act of 1964. You just can't discriminate on the base on the basis of race. And I respectfully suggest that There is no systemic racism. What I mean by that is you can certainly find an occasional racist here or there, like you can find other people who do bad things in the world from time to time. There is evil in the world, but an entire system or an entire organization or set of laws, I don't see that. The United States is one of the least racist countries on the planet, and I would love to have somebody take me up on the offer to, uh, to to put you in touch with a great law firm. If you somehow think I'm wrong, please be in touch. Please, please, please be in touch. Now would be a good time to give out my email if you'd like to discuss that or any other topic in this broadcast or any other, or if you have a question about religion, be in touch. Send me an email to martinstanner at gmail.com, martinstanner at gmail.com. I'll be happy to respond. I have a quote I would now like to share with you. This is from Brigham Young from the Journal of Discourses. He made this statement in 1862. And many people have misread this. They think it's somehow a slam against church leaders. It's not. It's really a strong admonition to members of the church, to Latter-day Saints, very much along the same lines as the statements that I have been making. This is what Brigham Young had to say. Quote, I am more afraid that this people 
have so much confidence in their leaders that they will not inquire for themselves of God, whether they, meaning the leaders, are led by him. I'm fearful they, the people, settle down in a state of blind self-security, trusting their eternal destiny in the hands of their leaders with a reckless confidence. That in itself would thwart the purposes of God in their salvation and weaken the influence they could give to their leaders. Did they know for themselves by the revelations of Jesus that they, meaning the leaders, are led in the right way? Let every man and woman know by the whisperings of the Spirit of God to themselves whether their leaders are walking in the path the Lord dictates or not. Close quote. This is a statement about members of the church and about blindly following leaders, not because the leaders are wrong. That's not the point. The point is we need to educate ourselves. We need to pray. We need to learn about the direction in which our leaders are taking us. Without doing that, according to Brigham Young, we are being reckless. We are also not doing what God wants us to do. And we also are not giving the leaders the support that they need from us. So consider that thought. It is now time for a break. When we come back on the other side of this break, more about politics and religion and some thoughts for 2022. Stay tuned. I'm Martin Tanner. This is Religion Today. Religion Today with Martin Tanner continues on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. We're back. I'm Martin Tanner. This is Religion Today, our first broadcast of 2022. This is the 32nd year of Religion Today. I'm thrilled to be here again. Please know that this show is broadcast every Sunday morning on KSL Radio at 6.30 in the morning and also at 9.30 at night. You can also listen to it on KSL.com podcasts, on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and all kinds of other sources. Let me say after reading that quote from Brigham Young, that I believe our church leaders are inspired of God. I believe they're among the best, most well-educated, thoughtful, spiritual, loving, kind, and generous leaders who have ever lived in any dispensation. The point Brigham Young made, and I make, is that we should do much, much better not that our leaders are somehow off track. Politically, however, I do think our leaders are occasionally and in some contexts very often off track. I've made a little rewrite of Brigham Young's comments and combined religion and politics. See, we think of this rewrite. This is my own for which I take complete responsibility. 
quote, I'm afraid that the citizens of this country have so much confidence in their political leaders that they will not educate themselves enough to really know whether their political leaders are taking this country in the right direction or not. I'm fearful the people are in a state of blind self-security, trusting their freedoms, homes, families, and employment into the hands of political leaders with a reckless confidence, which thwarts the purposes of God. Because without freedom, the God-given freedoms upon which this country was founded, their ability to properly influence their political leaders, teach their own children, practice their religion, and have great knowledge and influence of God are far less. Do the citizens of this country educate themselves, then confirm by the revelations of Jesus that their political leaders are taking them in the right direction? Let every man and woman know whether that is the case, whether their leaders, their political leaders, are walking in the paths the Lord dictates or not, close quote. Significant religious and political idea within the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints is the prophecy or prediction attributed to Joseph Smith that the U.S. Constitution would one day hang by a thread and that members of the restored gospel would be instrumental in saving it. Joseph Smith, in one place, is said to have made this statement, quote, Even this nation will be on the verge of crumbling to pieces and tumbling to the ground. And when the Constitution is upon the brink of ruin, this people will be the staff upon which the nation shall lean, and they shall bear the Constitution away from the very verge of destruction. Here's another source for that same discourse of Joseph Smith. This is from the contemporaneous notes taken by the young Martha Jane Knowlton Corey. Joseph Smith made these statements on July 19th of 1840. Quote, This people will be the staff upon which the nation shall lean, and they shall bear the Constitution away from the very verge of destruction. Then shall the Lord say, Go tell my servants who are the strength of mine house, my young men and middle-aged women, and all others, come to the land of my vineyard and fight the battle of the Lord. Then the kings and queens shall come, yea, the foreign saints shall come to fight for the land of my vineyard, for in this thing shall be their safety, and they will have no power to choose, but will come as a man fleeth from a sudden destruction. I know these things by the visions of the Almighty, close quote. To me, that's a fascinating statement because Joseph Smith said that he knew these things not by opinion or not by thought, but by 
actual visions from God. I'd like to mention Doctrine and Covenants section 101, a few verses from section 101 here. These are fascinating to me. I'm going to start in verse 76. They're fascinating to me because these were dictated as revelation by Joseph Smith on December 16th and 17th of 1833. Now, notice that that's almost 30 years before the Civil War. Back to that thought in a minute. Verse 76, quote, And again, I say unto you, those who have been scattered by their enemies, it's my will that they should continue to importune for redress and redemption by the hands of those who are placed as rulers and are in authority over you. This statement is one, for context here, we, we had great persecutions in the church. People had been killed. Property had been destroyed. Women had been ravaged. Uh, horrible things had taken place. And it was God who in this verse said, seek redress by the hands of your leaders, your political leaders. Okay, now with that background, let's move on to verse 77. Quote, seek hands or seek redress by the leaders, the political leaders who are over you. Quote, according to the laws and constitution of the people, which I have suffered to be established and which should be maintained for the rights and protection of all flesh, according to just and holy principles. Close quote. All right. Verse 77 says that under the Constitution, those who have been damaged should have redress. It also again states that the Constitution was established by God and that it was for the protection not just of those who are citizens of the United States, but for, quote, rights and protection of all flesh according to just and holy principles, close quote. That, to me, is fascinating. And indeed, the Constitution has spread to many, many different places throughout the world, or its ideas. All right, moving on, verse 78. That every man may act in doctrine and principle according to futurity, according to the moral agency which I have given unto him. That every man may be accountable for his own sins in the day of judgment. Close quote. Here, verse 78 is saying, the Constitution was established so that everyone would have freedom so that they could choose for themselves and be accountable at the day of judgment for their own learning. And it goes on to say in verse 79 that it's not right for any man to be in bondage one to another. Again, this is almost 30 years before the Civil War. Almost 30 years before the Civil War. I close with this thought. All it takes for evil to prevail is for good people to sit around and do nothing. Let us all resolve. I I have made this resolution myself that for 2022, that I will not sit around religiously or politically, that I will do my very best to teach others, to educate myself, to educate others, to spread freedom, free agency, 
and constitutional principles and values. Join me again next week. I'm Martin Tanner. This is Religion Today.